What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. Hey, guys. I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to this episode of Behind the Bum. Today, I'm here with Alex. Hey, guys. And we are being joined by none other than our Amazon family. We're continuing this journey. And Amazon Prime just had a new show come out called Cosmic Love. And the premise behind the show was built, casted. These two did it all. They are known as the Astro Twins. They write daily horoscopes, monthly horoscopes for Elle Magazine. You have your own website. You both live on two sides of the country. You kind of just like take over many things. So today, Alex and I are joined by Ofi from the Astro Twins. So welcome, darling. Hello, hello. Our New York queen. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, the reason we wanted to invite Ofi on today is because a lot of gays are into astrology. And everybody wants to know, is astrology real? Am I actually like... Should I be reading into the signs of like, is this person compatible or is this person compatible based on astrology? And so Ophi decided to do a reading of my birth chart and Alex's birth chart. And we are going to see how compatible we actually are. So I so can't excited wait. excited about, yes. So Ophi, let's start with the basics though, because I watch Cosmic Love. And for anybody who did not watch Cosmic Love, Cosmic Love is all about, there was four different elements. So you have earth, fire, water, air. Air, what you are. Good job, John. You got all four. (laughs) That was from the head, too. I didn't even write that down. (laughs) And basically, you watch these four go through a journey of various people who have different signs to see how well or how compatible they are. And at the end, some of them even got married. So let's start here, Ophi. Like when you think about astrology, would you say astrology in a relationship is like a be all end all for you? Or is it just play a part? It plays a part. I mean, we're humans, we're animals. Attraction is a real thing, physical attraction. You know, people's you know, scent, their body odor can evoke a primal response that transcends astrology. But astrology is, to me, it's like a guidance system that helps your conscious brain go, oh, you know, this person has these traits. Does it work for me? Does it not? So it's kind of an enhance, a performance enhancer more than the be all end all. Okay. Cause I was going to say, I've definitely like smelled guys and then been like triggered and being like oh we've been down this road it wasn't good I don't like the smell you know I feel like certain colognes on certain guys do the same thing too you know you just it's like fight or flight (laughs) but it is it is it's like your brain is like a hell no or a hell yes and um yeah that no zodiac sign can override that I will say though I do have some friends we have like some very like gypsy queen friends who swear by like horoscopes like they'll be like mercury's in retrograde i'm not leaving this weekend and we're like okay that's a little weird but i get it that's how you live your life supporting some 
identify as like witches because they're so into like this type of stuff. Ophi, not saying you're a witch, but you get what I'm saying. I do. And, you know, I, sh- I feel like I should tell you, like, I did not mean to be an astrologer. I was going to go to engineering school. I went to art school at the University of Michigan. My sister and I were like the valedictorian straight A student nerds. Definitely did not mean to choose this path. But uh, when I was in college, someone did my chart for me as a gift. And they took my time, date, and place of birth and entered it into a little calculator. And it outputted this 30-page document that told me so much about myself that nobody could even know. Not only was my mind blown, but I was like, you know, I think that human beings are our own biggest blind spots. We cannot see ourselves the way other people do, but it suddenly made all these different complex parts of myself make sense. I was like, that is how I do that. It's almost having an observer tell me what I was like. I was like, oh yeah, that is so true. So I was like, there's gotta be something here. And, you know, I'm all, bring on the witches and the boho queens. I, um, I'm actually much more nerdy and practical than that. And so to me, astrology is almost like a spiritual science or like an algorithm that helps you see things about yourself and other people that are helpful and kind of cut through the BS that people put out there when they first introduce themselves to you. You can, oh, that's great that you have this front and this this curated personality but I want to know who you really are so like when you because I know you're a hot single lady how much (laughs) of like your dating life and like your life in general have you led with astrology you know once once you pop you can't stop as they say so (laughs) um although look I've dated every single zodiac sign except Gemini I never got around to that one funny enough although I hear that you know I hear that I might have dodged a bullet from I love the Geminis but um I was like Ophi you still have time girl why why I just haven't got I haven't gotten around to Gemini um maybe I should try it but yeah um, (laughs) yeah so I think there's something I feel that you can actually, when you understand yourself, you're, you should think of your horoscope as sort of like an instruction manual that you come with. It's not all encompassing, but it gives you some guidance and some parameters. So once you know yourself, you can, you can find compatibility with any sign. So how long before you go on dates with someone, is it acceptable to ask, Hey, what's your sign? And then you start diving in being like, oh shit, I want to leave this date now. Or you start <laughs> asking more questions based on now that you know that's their sign. You're like, this is not going to be good or this is going to be great. I don't approach it as like good or bad. I approach it as like interesting data. So they may be a little uptight in this area. So in chart, <laughs> they may be fun in this. We all contain a lot of contradictions. That's the thing. Human be- We have like a chorus of personalities within each of us and every planet in your chart uh, expresses a different part of you. So your Mercury sign could show, and we'll talk about this when we look at your chart, we'll bring it to the specific, but your Mercury sign shows how you communicate, for example. Uh, Your Venus sign shows what turns you on. Mars is kind of like Will you be a pursuer or, you know, how, what's your sex drive like? So 
and some of those like can be wildly contradictory. That's why you can see people who are like, why are you such a freak in the bedroom, but so uptight in public, for example. So, so basically there's no sign that encompasses like all good, all bad, super sexual. It kind of depends on how the planet and everything was aligned at your time, date of birth, all mm-hmm. of the above. Exactly. Cause what, so, you know, when you, when you talk about zodiac signs, it's what we're talking about is what's called your sun sign, which part of the sky the sun was traveling through when you were born. But really, you know, you have your chart, this whole wheel, it's like a, a screenshot of the sky. Like if you were lying on your back in a field, looking up at the stars and you put your iPhone up and took a screenshot, wherever the planets were arranged around wherever you were on earth, that's that's your birth chart at your moment of birth. So it's this whole map and the angles that they form to each other mean something. There's a whole kind of mathematical thing to it. So you can really, I've been shocked over the, you know, I've been doing this probably 30 years now, but over the many years that I've done it, it's like, wow, you really can see a lot about people in here. And we do have free will. We can always choose you, you could know you're a Libra, you're indecisive by nature, but knowing that automatically gives you the ability to say, all right, I'm being an indecisive Libra right now. Let me stop. Let me override that and let me make a damn decision. You know? So you get actually more free will. You know me well. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh-huh. I'm the mother of a Libra and the sister of a Libra. Yeah. I mean, listen, I get it. I am. I don't know. I definitely think I am somebody who falls in the in-between and okay, I know we've talked about this. So why don't we all share our Zodiac signs? So everybody listening understands. So I am a Libra, Alex. I'm a Sagittarius. And I'm a Sagittarius. The best sign in my opinion. I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so. Slightly so dumb. I personally don't know much about my sign. I know it's a scale. I know I am considered an air element. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know people make it seem like I'm super indecisive. But I will say every time I read a horoscope about Libras or what's supposed to be happening in my life, I never relate to them. And I don't know why that is. I will tell you. That is why I got fascinated with astrology after having my whole birth chart done because your entire chart shows all the planets so you may be a libra but then you could have all these other planets and other signs like i'm a sagittarius where these wild outgoing people but then i have four planets in scorpio which is very internal so when i learned that that was what got me intrigued i was like oh i am a sag in many ways i love to travel i have always have my own businesses but i do have this very scorpio like intense side that maybe people don't see so your newspaper magazine blog app horoscope doesn't sum up all of who you are and that's why astrology has gotten a reputation as bullshit because it's more like popular astrology um, which is, and it's true, but it's very, you know, very broad strokes. Yeah, I would say, I feel like if you're looking for guidance and you want to open your mind to think a little differently, you could read something in the day and it triggers you and it says, you know what, fuck this. I am going to be more motivated today. 
And that could give certain people a push to want to be more motivated. But in the same time, if you read it and it says, I know you're really upset about somebody that happened in the past. And then you think about it and you're like, oh shit, this happened four years ago today. And you moved on, you forgot about it, but the horoscope just brought it right back up. And it's like, okay, I'm going to be mentally ill today. When you wouldn't, it didn't want to even go down that road. It's very Libra of you to look at this from such a perspective. Um. <laughs> okay. You know what? Before we go on, why don't you lay out our birth charts and kind of give everybody a little insight about like, who is Jeff and who is Alex? Absolutely. Now, one thing I forgot to ask you is, is this a, um, an audio only or audio and video podcast? Um, for people listening right now, it will be just listening. Cool. That's great. I mean, I, because I'm like, I have the birth charts here and I'm going to oh, wow. them for as though nobody can see them. Yes, we do not have to do a show and tell today. Awesome. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not at all surprised knowing your moon sign that your camera's off. So uh, so one of the things that people first look at when they start to go a little deeper than their zodiac sign is what they call the big three, um, you know, which for your, uh, you know, ears does not mean the same thing as I'm saying, but um, <laughs> so that's your sun, moon, and rising sign. So your sun sign or your zodiac sign is what we've been talking about so far. You're a Libra, you're a Sagittarius, the kind of broad stroke stereotypes that you fit, but then don't. But your the, the rising sign is the outer you, the image you project to the world. And then the moon sign, which is one of my favorite things to talk about, is the inner you. So that's a part of you that people don't really see, but it really drives your impulses and your motives and that kind of thing. So, Oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. And actually, um, it explains your compatibility as a couple a lot, too. Because Libra and Sagittarius are usually friends. They're kind of a, the, the distance between any two signs shows like the energy that you have. So Libra and Sagittarius are usually sort of best friends with benefits, if any, combination. But your moon signs are telling the real story. And I think for anyone looking for a relationship of any kind of depth, the moon sign, and something we looked at on Cosmic Love, tells a whole other story. So Jeff, your moon sign is in Scorpio, minus two. Um, I love a Scorpio moon, which is the private. Scorpio is the sex sign. Um, <laughs> but it's also, it's very deep, very intense, very private. So while you may be this friendly, outgoing Libra who everyone loves, just like we saw in the one that got away on the inside, you're actually quite guarded. This is why you had a hard time opening up to all and got overwhelmed by all the people that came through the portal because you have to feel it on this visceral level or else it's just, you cannot fake it. So you want to know what's so funny is there's times on like a weekend, a Wednesday, not one of my friends ever questions me, but I will word for word say, I want to just be left alone and I'm not crazy. I just don't want to be around people. I need to like recharge. I don't yep. feel like socializing. I don't feel like going out. And like, that's just how I operate. 
Absolutely. The moon is what you need on this deep soul level to feel like yourself, to re to come home to yourself. So you kind of have to go dark. I mean, you can take that in every sense of the word, but like the Scorpio moon, we, yeah, it's like a Scorpio is a sign of regeneration. It's the Phoenix that rises from the ashes. We just have to go into our cave and kind of go through some sort of metamorphosis. And then we'll come out again and be the butterfly. You'll be the Libra social butterfly again. That but sounds just like him. Does it? Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Um, and, it, and then, you know, your rising sign, which is the outer you is Gemini, which is talkative. And so even even more so you're going to project an image of being social. Gemini is also an air sign like Libra. So, you know, you do love talking to people and Gemini is also the back and forth, the interaction. So for you to have a podcast and have, you know, it's just perfect, perfect for your chart. But if you don't honor that Scorpio moon need, you cannot do what you do. So now, oh, Alex, interesting. <laughs> yeah, see, this is where astrology starts to get a little deeper. And on Cosmic Love, we um, week by week or episode by episode, we revealed one part of the chart at a time because astrology can also be overwhelming. So we're like, let's tell people about their moon signs. So so you're an air sign, your outer persona, your rising sign is air and air is very social, but your moon is water, which is very deep. You got to go down to the depths and then come back up and be airy. So this is a rhythm and a cadence in your life. Now you know that and you can feel okay if you ever don't, like I need to do this. This is how I'm made. That's actually so interesting because I think everybody like Alex, you can probably justify this like that's literally my social life to a t <laughs> is. and the people only the people that know jeff very well know that i feel like if i meet someone they're like oh jeff is this crazy partier he's out 10 night like seven nights a week i'm like oh if you only knew two nights a week crazy and then he'll go into a cave for like three days and come back out absolutely exactly scorpio is very private so i love that and you know it's it's isn't it helpful to know that like okay that's that you have a partner that honors that so luckily Alex is a Sagittarius and Sag is we're very I'm okay you're okay don't take our freedom away don't tread on us and we won't tread on you so um you're a you're, you're the same. You're a Sagittarius fire sign with a fire rising sign outer self. That's Leo. So um, interesting that you both have the same element for your sun and rising sign. So you present very much as who you are. Jeff, the social butterfly friend of everybody's friends of friends and their friends, air sign. Trees, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> yeah, anything. And then Alex, as a, a Sag with a Leo rising, you're like, this is who I am. I'm confident. I know it. I'm like, you know, full on what you see is what you get. And you're just going to bring that, that like playful, fun, full on energy. But your moon sign is Taurus, which is an earth sign. Now, this is why I said you guys are compatible because Scorpio and Taurus are opposite signs and opposite signs are often the balancers of each other and partners. So you'll see this a lot in couples charts where their moons are opposite because they're, they're completing a whole kind of 
um, uh, they're become, you know, you're individuals, but you're completing an equation by, by balancing each other out. So while Scorpio is this deep, emotionally fluctuating water sign, Taurus is the opposite. It's steady, it's consistent, it's sensual, it's earthy. It's all about, it's like, this is why you guys have this house that you're, this, you know, it's Scorpio rules real estate, Taurus rule, and so does Taurus, interestingly, but Taurus is like the decorator, the aesthetics, the, you know, the sensitive to every smell, sound, color, light, all the nuances of everything. It's It rules the five senses in the sort of material world. So I'm sure you're probably the one staging the houses before, <laughs> before they get sold or whatever, so... And also like, it's a more, it's a more grounded moon. So when Jeff's Scorpio moon kind of goes in and out of whatever, you're like steady and doing your own thing probably. Now, the one thing though, is that a Taurus moon needs a lot of touch and affection and the Scorpio sometimes wants to withdraw before they can come back out and, and give that. So you have to adjust to each other's emotional rhythms. Like that also sounds correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Taurus moons are like, what? You know, there's no such thing as too much sex. They're done and they're ready for another round. Where's the stupid <laughs> That was great. Thank you. I get, I left it all on the dance floor. I'll see you in 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't call, don't text. You know where to find me. Right. <laughs> Actually, you don't because I put myself in my own astrological witness protection program. So yeah. um, I do. I do make my peace with I give certain people my location. So like they at least know where I am. You know, you're safe. Yes. Fair, fair. Scorpio moons are very misunderstood, um, and especially our intentions, because people do tend to take that withdrawal personally. So um, we actually are, I don't know when, you know, but maybe by the time people are listening to this, it will be out, but we're publishing a book called What Sign Is Your Relationship? Because there's another amazing technique that we did on the show called composite charts. And what you do is you take both people's charts and blend them into an average, and that becomes a zodiac sign of your relationship. So, are these um, different zodiac signs, or they're the same zodiac? Different. Signs? Well, if you're both the same, it's probably right. going to be the same. But it's like, yeah, it's like the middle path. So yours is probably Scorpio. I'm going to do it on my, um, on my computer right now. And how interesting! Yeah. Yeah. So we'll find. I wouldn't be surprised if you're a Scorpio together because like I said, Scorpio rules real estate and that figures in so prominently in your connection. But like, yeah, I mean, what do you think of this so far? Has this intriguing you about astrology a little bit? I would say for me, I think it makes me feel like it makes a lot of sense because like I said, when I see Libra things, yes, I am a Libra, but at the same time, I am not. So when you talk about like the social butterfly aspect and then retracting and then coming out and like going like full throttle, like that is me to a T and you get me in waves. Like I am not a consistent person. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know, you're basically a butterfly on the outside and a cocoon on the inside. 
So, so like you can go back into your own cocoon, even though you've already hatched. You're like always, you're either a caterpillar or a butterfly, continuously rehat. Where Alex, you're like out and proud and loud. And you're just, you are who you are. What you see is what you get. You do have some Scorpio in your chart too. So Alex not- needs to be retracted sometimes. I'm yeah. like, you should have water. <laughs> um, yes and, like, and you know what you don't have a lot of water in your chart you, you have some but you have a very fiery and earthy chart you actually have more water in your chart um like those two days that i choose to retract and calm down alex is still out and drinking and out with other people. oh absolutely and i come back after my two days and i'm like oh how's it been he's like oh i haven't i'm still i'm like mm-hmm, and those are my craziest days because i feel like when he's out like not I'm on better behavior, but like, you know, I'm a little more grounded. So I feel like the days he goes in are probably my crazier days. Oh, totally. It's, and you know, that's the thing. Like when you have opposite moon signs, sometimes like, well, how we write our daily horoscopes is by the moon, which moves signs every two and a half days. So you will sometimes be on opposite schedules because you have opposite moon signs, but you can definitely find good days of and this is where we'll talk about your composite sign to find good days of the month but one thing that i like about both of your charts so the venus sign is how you are in love the venus and mars signs in the chart show how you are in love too venus is kind of like how you like to be romanced and wooed and then mars is more of like your drive and sex so you both have mars and cancer which is great. Cancer is a sign of homes. So what's sexiest to you guys is like building homes. <laughs> I love it. And then, it's also the money behind the home. Okay. Well, okay. that's your Venus, which also is associated with money too. Alex, you have Venus and Capricorn, which is about generational wealth, also property and business. So oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh Jeff, yours is in Scorpio, like your moon, making you even more of a man whore than we thought. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you might I be- am who I am. You are who you are. And you know, that's a nice, that's another easy combination between Venus. So you're very compatible in all of the, the main love planets, the moon, Venus, and Mars. So that's good. Like it's Ultimately, I feel like you both come back to like a friendship and you have these bigger goals, these shared bigger goals. And that's what will keep, you know, keep you guys like feeling like, you know what, you know, sometimes I feel like a friend, sometimes I feel like more, but this thing that we become when we're, when we combine our superpowers is really interesting and worth whatever sacrifices we've decided to make in the terms of our relationship. Does that make sense? Well, I definitely feel like when you go in on like a project with somebody and it's like literally every dollar you have, it's something neither one of you knows what the fuck you're talking about or doing. (laughs) It like forces you to like rely on each other so much. And so like, I definitely feel like Alex and I just have this like very wild relationship that I feel like is very unmatched by other people. Like, of course, like Alex could like say somebody's hot. I could say somebody's hot. But at the end of the day, like we both just both have something that like is incomparable to other people that we've established just from like the work we've done. Yeah, it's like great. You know, that kind of stuff is like 
exciting, but it doesn't last. This is something that actually has a lot of longevity is what I'm hearing you say and seeing in your chart. So let's reveal the chart of your relationship, um, the composite mm. blended chart. This is who, so you know how they say like there's both of you and then there's the relationship as like a third entity. This is like the third chart that is- So Ophi, before we go on though, because I yeah. know the first yeah. thing everyone's going to ask me is how do I meet this woman? And I want my <laughs> birth chart done. Oh my God. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Everyone okay. is going to want this exact thing. So okay. how can people get this service from you? And okay. kind of, they might even need a little analysis as well. Because your explanation, if I saw a birth chart, I would be like, okay, this is cool. But like, what the fuck does it mean? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Explained. Um, you know what? Let's have them follow me at Astro Twins on Instagram and come to astrostyle.com. For many years, I did private birth chart readings. I occasionally come out of retirement from it because I love the people. Um, but we also do uh, often do like big group uh, kind of events where people can have that happen too. So follow us, DM me, DM us on Instagram. TikTok, we're Astro Twins, and on TikTok, Astro Twins is a little underscore because someone else had it. Um, and <laughs> if you have some show notes, throw it in there. And yes, uh, yes. but I just gonna bring up half the couples in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never have to break up. This is at the intention is choice. You know, I'm not pro relationship or anti relationship. It was very funny to be on a show that ended up marrying people because my own personal beliefs are not that marriage is good or bad. It's like, it's a commitment and it's like a big deal. And it's- this... Ophie, we know your ass is not getting married ever again. <laughs> <laughs> You're outing, never. Uh, <laughs> maybe to a Gemini. Right. It's like, you know what the least interesting day of the year is to me? My birthday. It's like, I literally, I'm like, I'm the- fucking birthday business like I don't want anything to do with it I mean it's interesting because I look at like what my year ahead might be in my chart but I'm like please no Facebook notifications I'm high I don't want to be bombard my Scorpio moon is like no birthday messages you know so <laughs> I, I yeah I'm an expert in whatever kind of relationship you want but I'm all about the 5d relationship the relationship anarchy where you make the rules of what works for the two or three or 10 or however many of you there are. I don't fucking care as long as you're <laughs> happy and getting what you need and not treading on anyone else. So I think that's beautifully said. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to know how you're going to get along, because I I've come to believe in past lives from looking at many charts. And it's like, you have some work to do with this human that you're interacting with, maybe sharing bodily fluids with. I'm more interested in like, why are you, why did you reconnect? Why are you in each other's lives? Why did this person show up on your doorstep or walk through some purple lit, you know, vagina? Not the purple vagina. <laughs> but like we all envisioned it the whole time she was speaking. At least I was. Oh yeah, I know it. Could picture I it. saw the light. Waterfall. I, I can't be the first person to call the portal birth canal, right? 
I mean, listen, Ophi, not for nothing as well. You're also like a part medium in a way too, right? I guess. I mean, it turns out that I have these psychic powers that have, I think they've developed from looking at charts. We all are intuitive. So the more you tune into people, the more psychic you get. You're a powerful woman, baby. <laughs> well, thank you. Fine reading of that also. It's all the Scorpio in my chart. I mean, I can't help it. I was born that way. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's tell you guys what you are. Let's Together, hear this one. You are, you are a Scorpio. You are a Scorpio. Um, and interestingly, that Scorpio sun in your chart is in the part of the chart that has to do with fame and TV. So it's perfect that you came together. I see that you're going to have many more uh, on-camera appearances together. Uh, the rising sun of the two of you is Cancer, which is the home again. So you're at your, you feel most yourselves. And this is interesting because though you're both these extroverted individual charts in many ways you're super super private when you come together very focused very much about this unspoken emotional bond that you can't explain to anyone else and then your composite as it's called moon sign is leo so there's a playfulness and an affection and it's in the part of the chart that rules money there's also, I see in that there's, there's a healing that's happening around money, maybe around some of your family of origin issues. Like they're together, you become self-sufficient and you're, you see yourselves as like sort of building some kind of a legacy. Maybe you don't know what it's for, but you're healing some kind of family. We all have family shit and trauma around money, but by what you're doing together is is changing a pattern that you may have inherited, if that makes sense. Well, I was raised to be an independent woman. So <laughs> no one gave me a dollar. So I had to do everything. When I moved to New York, they said, good fucking luck. Wow. Love my parents. But mine and Alex's upbringing, which him and I have had many talks about, are polar fucking opposite interesting i was given a little bit more i've still been always very independent but yes. i was i was given a little bit more but i, I love that we the term given as if it's not present <laughs> but that's okay anything anymore you know what you're i used to think you know you can judge on a human level however your chart i believe your chart is like what you i think that your soul picked the exact moment to be born so you would get the exact roadmap to the game of life in your chart that you needed so you know jeff in your past lives we have past life sign uh oh my god we go through past lives oh yeah oh, yeah. oh my god yeah so oh, I wasn't ready for this part. Talk about <laughs> fucking dead. What was I? You may have been a pickpocket or a thief. <laughs> oh, what makes sense? Did oh you ever God. steal anything from a drugstore as a kid? <sighs> I'm not gonna uh, say no, anything. No comment. We're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. My younger years, I was really, really bad. Yeah, you were. You were a little con artist and you were given the family you were given so that you would learn the value of money. And, um, and Alex is part of the equation is like, you know, there's, 
when you when you're given things, then you don't have to strive as much. So for you, um, you were um, maybe too communal or something like that. I don't know. You were like somebody who was like kind of a hippie actually in your past lives. Like not a bad thing, but I see that you were like. I don't need money. I don't need anything. So you're actually getting to enjoy money in this lifetime with your Taurus moon. You may- Maybe you were just complacent. You were just happy. Yeah, you were like kind of like a the good of the people kind of, you know, communist sort of. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> More like a, like, you know, like a, a worker, a teacher, someone who didn't care about anything. And like, your soul went, oh, what would it be like to enjoy beauty and material luxuries in this lifetime? Just just because, why not? So so you get to do that. God, how interesting. <laughs> this is where maybe some of my psychic channeling, I think, starts when I start to look at people's past lives. They come to me in weird ways. But yeah, I see you as kind of like an activist, a teacher, and and uh Jeff is a scoundrel. Literally. <laughs> when I was younger, my parents used to always say that they thought I was like half psychic because when I was like four, I used to tell them like detailed stories about past lives that I had that they were like, this is like chaotically detailed about it. When I was like a child, they were like, how would he even know that that existed? He's a child, but I don't remember them anymore. That is really amazing. Well, I do see some of that in your chart. You have some very, you do, you definitely have some, some, uh, do you, do you have violent dreams ever? Violent? Or like nightmares or anything like that? Oh, I have nightmares all the time, but they're not really violent. Okay. But they, but they, like, you're like, uh, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have very, very, like, realistic dreams also. And especially I'll get in, like, waves where, like, I'll have two weeks of dreams that are, like, insane. And then I'll have a week where it's normal. Yep, that's in your that is in your chart. It's probably tied to the phase of the moon. You should keep track now of like if your dreams are more intense around a full moon or a new moon. So, yeah, Ooh, let's have a diary. Oh yeah, I've been trying to have a dream diary so I can like have a lucid dream, but it never Ooh, works. You're not gonna have a lucid dream. No, you're just gonna have like a deep, intense, focused dream. Does that also mean when he gets like sleep paralysis, like there'll be times that he like starts like, not like shaking necessarily, but he'll like jolt in his sleep like rapidly and he'll just like feel like he's awake, but he's really asleep. Yeah, that's what I said about the violent dreams right there. Um, That's considered violent. And I I think Alex is thinking like, oh, I never pulled the knife on Jeff in his sleep. I'm not like Right. And, and you actually did, Alex. No, <laughs> Surprise, Alex. This is actually <laughs> a trial. I, I've been meaning to bring this up. There's no better time. <laughs> um, I, well, I'm looking at some connections in your chart that those, those, those intense dreams are past life driven. They are messages. So you may not have a lucid dream, but if you if you do wake up and you can grab a pen and paper and write anything you remember down, um, it might provide some insight. I'm gonna, I have like two dreams that I've had probably twice a week for the last like X amount of years, like recurring dreams that never stop. Are you a woman in any of them? I am not. Okay. <laughs> but I remember okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Ophi, is that a thing? Like, if you have these, like, intense, lucid dreams, is that a sign of, like, a past life of yours trying to come through? It can be. Just, I'm looking at different planetary connections in Alex's chart. Mars, Pluto, Mercury, and a couple of parts. So, I'm putting it together my own way without boring people with astro jargon. But I think you may be, you know, I think it's, yeah, your family is a very interesting kind of driver of some of this yeah so what are the two dreams um I have one that I'm back in my high school and I have like I know I have to get to class but I don't know what my schedule is and I can't find my way to the guidance office interesting and the other one is that I'm walking around this like gold plated mall and I like don't know what store I want to go into but like it's like insane interesting your Taurus moon is like I want to go in all of them right (laughs) try every flavor high school back to childhood not knowing what to do well how are how's your how's your decision making I think my decision making is good okay so maybe working that out in your dreams yeah apparently (laughs) I'll get to the guidance office one day to get my schedule maybe you don't need (laughs) to go to the guidance office (laughs) this is a battle between the Sagittarius is like, don't tell me where to be in your Taurus moon that wants a schedule. <laughs> maybe it's time to just walk out the front door and be done with school, Alex. You know, maybe just exactly. leave the school. Stop looking for the guidance office. Maybe just walk out the exit next time. I know. It's so weird because I usually like know that I'm dreaming, but like it feels so, I'm like, no, I know I'm dreaming, but like this feels so real that how could I be? Yeah. I mean, recurring dreams are very interesting because they are a sign that you're working through whatever that that is. I mean, maybe you could try a little exercise, you know, where you write your subconscious a permission slip to graduate. (laughs) You know, we are on year like 32, Alex. Time to time to go. (laughs) I'm still in my 20s. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh Ophi, you are one of us, girl. Yeah. Oh. Apparently I was a woman in a past life, so you really were the same. Uh, well, we, yeah. Well, yes. You yes. might be one now. We don't know. Uh, we are all, we, we have all been every gender in our past lives. Trust me, we've been each other, you know, you've been each other's mothers, fathers, friends, siblings. It's, if anyone's interested, there's a book called Many Lives, Many Masters about past lives. Great first read on the topic. Very easy read by a psychiatrist who hypnotized someone with trauma, psychological. And the person started remembering past lives. He could actually historically document. Brian Weiss is the author. Now he's a whole institute and it's a, it's a whole That's thing. That's so crazy. I want to read it. Yeah, it's it it's addictive but fascinating. So. Well, Ophi, thank you for the reading. It was extremely interesting. Very insightful. Oh, good. Intrigued by astrology now. So, to say the least. And you know, you can do a free birth chart with little short descriptions to start out on our site at astrostyle.com/birthchart. So come on over and you know, binge on those for sure. Well, Ophi, let's end on this note to give people some insight. Like, let's say somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, this sounds super interesting, but I feel like astrology and horoscopes is a crock of shit. 
Yep. What do you say to like that type of person to be like, well, there is legitimate legitimacy behind it. Yep. I would say that's awesome that you think that you should think that about anything you haven't tried out or tested. However, if you haven't tested it or tried it, you can't be sure. So if you consider yourself a real scientist, get in the lab, do your chart, experiment fully. And if you still think it's a crock of shit, move on. We, there's enough astrology fans. We don't need you. But, <laughs> but maybe there's something for you to take away from it. So don't be, don't be an asshole and just dismiss something. You're, you're not a skeptic. You're a cynic. And cynics don't you know, make the world better. Well, there you have it. So guys, <laughs> check out Ophi from the Astro Twins. They have plugged the website. Yes, we've got daily horoscopes, weekly, monthly, love. We've got, a, you can learn everything about yourself that you would ever want to know at astrostyle.com. You can see our uh, matchmaking astrology in progress and process on Amazon Prime TV, Prime Videos Cosmic Love. You will see, you will not see me until the last episode because there's a crystal ball that is playing the part of me. But we did all the astrology and matchmaking and charts and everything behind it. Um, and yeah, follow us at Astro Twins on social media and come and obsess over your sign with us. We're so here for you. I mean, girl, I got to say you made a great wedding officiant. Thank you. Thank Add it to the resume. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yep. That $1 internet certificate was <laughs> worth every penny for those suckers out there who still want to join the institution. You mean Daddy, Daddy Bezos didn't pay that bill? I already was ordained. I did perform oh, wow. one gay marriage on record, so... Wow. And guys ever decide to be that crazy? Call me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some years, but awesome. I would love to have you officiate my wedding one day. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll do it on uh, for you anything. So, oh, well, thank you guys. And well, thank you guys. Ophi. Thank you so much, guys. Tune in to Prime Video and watch Cosmic Love, which is now streaming all 10 episodes. And of course, if you haven't, you should watch mine and Alex's show, the one that got away, also on Prime Video. And you guys can tune in next week for another episode of Behind the Bum. Thank you, Ophi. Thank you, Alex. Uh, so, so fun.